Got a lot of really cool stuff to talk to you about today, including in entertainment news. Looks like a couple of movies have been pushed back a little bit more, including uh, Christopher Nolan's Tenet and uh, Wonder Woman 1984. We'll talk a little bit about that. In sports, a group of NBA players have gotten together to try to go ahead and see if the NBA could provide something called a bubble insurance. We'll talk a little bit about what that is. And in entertainment news, Mafia 1, the first one, gets a complete new look. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Plus, I had the opportunity today to uh, speak to uh, the co-founder of Sullen Clothing down in uh, Southern California, Jeremy Hanna. And he talks to me about a little bit how his products, how his shirts, how his uh, how his uh, clothing line also have a story to tell along with combining tattoo art. So we'll talk a little bit about that. But first, here is Twism White Pieces Overdose right here on the Xander Effect.
girl that loves you back. Never let go, it's love like that. Yes. So addicted, overdose. Cocaine kisses, no to no. You're my lover, I'm your lover. In this room, there, there is, is no weather. Take my head, I'll walk with you. Take my heart, it belongs to you. Hold my soul, it loves you back. Never let go, it's love like that. You so conflicted, me. no one knows. Drunk in love, I'm comatose. You're my passion, I'm your passion. It is Listening to the Xander Effect. Hello, doll. How you been? Life hadn't given us a chance to speak. So right now, I'ma tell you a story. Sort of behind the scenes of you and me. The things that happened while you weren't here. Cause it's been a long time since you left. But I never got over it. I always thought we'd have another chapter. I promise not to mess up this time around. Let me pick it up when we left it I've been leaving us on my birthday Of 2013 Remember that girl I dated Or whatever that was that faded Her sister was ten times better than she Hundreds of days have since gone by And we didn't see spend not my life I still miss the way you used to say goodnight And how everything you said is in half style And the way you taught me the quality charm Spending houses, got the restaurants Life is the always the one you like See my mama made 
That was Ian Garen's Roll the Dice right here on the Xander Effect. In entertainment news, Wonder Woman 1984 and Tenet have been pushed back. Uh, the theatrical releases, uh, Christopher Nolan's uh, kind of like spy thriller starring Robert Pattinson and John David Washington was initially set to be released on July 17th, and now it's going to debut on July 31st. So basically, they're pushing that one back. Uh, you know, I mean, they're still they're still trying to deal with the pandemic and everything that was that was going that's going on right now. So they're trying to go ahead and adjust to to everything that's going on, adjust to the I guess you might call it the new normal. And with that, adjusting also dates for the releases. Another one that's set to be released a little bit later now is Wonder Woman 1984. And it basically has been delayed for, it's, it's going to be pushed back for nearly two months. It went from going, well, it was set to be released originally on June 5th, and then it was rescheduled for August 14th. Now it's going to be scheduled for October 2nd. So this is the second time that the that uh, Wonder Woman 1984 is being re-released. As far as Tenet is concerned, uh, Tommy Emmerich, chairman of Warner Brothers, went ahead and said, quote, we're especially thrilled in this complex and rapidly changing environment to be bringing Christopher Nolan's Tenet, a global uh, tent pole of jaw-dropping size, scopes, and scale to theaters around the world on July 31st. It's been a longer than it's been longer than any of us could have imagined since we've seen a movie on the big screen. And to acknowledge Chris's fans as we count down to Tenet's opening day, we are also excited to offer his masterpiece Inception in theaters for its 10th anniversary on July 17th. So. Basically, what they're going to go ahead and do is they're they're looking at it from that perspective that, you know, while everybody's waiting for Tenet to go ahead and be released, they'll go ahead and add, they'll, they'll add uh, Inception instead for right now, you know, to have people go ahead and just be cool with it, you know, be cool with what's going on. So, I mean... You have a bunch of other movies that are also uh, being released at a different time. You have uh, Sony's The Broken Hearts Gallery is going to be released July 10th. Disney's uh, uh, Mulan, the the live action uh, uh, movie based on the cartoon, uh, uh, based on the animated movie, is going to be set to be released July 24th. Uh, uh, Paramount SpongeBob Sponge on the Run is going to be set to be released August 7th. And in other entertainment news, speaking of SpongeBob, it looks like everybody's <laughs> everybody's uh, you know uh, the suspicion of SpongeBob being gay actually is true. They went ahead. Uh, Nickelodeon went ahead and decided to let everybody know in a Twitter post dedicated to Pride that included a picture of Sponge Schwartz. Watts Schwartz from Henry Danger and Korra from the Avatar spinoff show Legend of Korra. Uh, and basically they're, they're, they said in the Twitter post, they said, celebrating hashtag pride with the LGBTQ plus community and their allies this month and every month. So they didn't go ahead and outright say that SpongeBob is gay, but including them in that picture kind of is insinuating the fact that he may be gay or that he is. So 
you know, if he is, congratulations, SpongeBob. You finally came out of the closet. We've all been, like, we've all been picking it. Glad you finally admitted it. In other entertainment news, I had the opportunity to uh, speak to the co-founder of Sullen Clothing, uh, one of one of uh, Southern California's most popular brands. And actually, not just in Southern California, it has expanded throughout the entire world. Sullen Clothing goes ahead and takes the, uh, storytelling to a whole new level in which they not only use it because they're all they also specialize in tattoos as well but they also use what what they what they do in tattooing they they place it on their products on their shirts their hats sweaters etc and each one of those shirts, each one of those products that they have has a story behind it. So, I mean, it's an amazing product, but you don't have to take my word for it. You can go ahead and check out this awesome interview with co-founder Jeremy Hanna, who talks to me a little bit about what Solon is all about. But first, here is Dose Can't Get Enough, right here on The Xander Effect. Hypnotize me with your soul My lucid dreams 
fact, I have co-founder of Sullen Clothing, Jeremy Hanna. And man, Jeremy, let me tell you, dude, you and I have, have gone through so many things over the years. It's so good to be able to chat with you. It's been a while since I've actually talked to you. Thank you so much for being on here, man. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great, Xander. Thanks for having me. This is definitely a, a fun little reunion. It's a long time coming, huh? Dude, tell me about it, man. Like, we definitely have, like, <laughs> had our share of adventures over the years. <laughs> and I got to tell you, Matt, I am so proud and happy to see how much Sullen Clothing has grown over these past years. I mean, it's just, it's hard to believe. It feels like it was almost yesterday that you started this this endeavor. And, man, it's become, like, it's become huge over the years. I mean, you you not only do you have, uh, you know, do you have people like wearing ink, you know, tattooed sullen on their bodies and stuff like that. Right. But, you know, I mean, you've also clothed some like pretty high profile, you know, celebrities and stuff over the years. I mean, like, dude, you're like you're growing, man. But I got to ask, how, how did this concept begin anyway? Like, how did sullen clothing come to be? Well, first of all, I got I got to say thank you for the kind words, man. It's uh. It's 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 been a fun run and the feelings are mutual, man. I'm I'm super stoked on to, to see your success and everything that you're doing, making all these crazy moves. And so yeah, man. Thank thank you for that. Thanks for having me. Um, Thanks, man. The the beginning of Solon, I think a lot of it has to do with where we grew up. You know, we grew up here in Orange County, North mm -hmm. Orange County, close to L.A. And uh, it's easy to get inspired, you know. So when we were teenagers, there were so many clothing brands popping up around us, and when you see the different stickers popping up on stop signs or you see, you know, whether it's Hurley up the street, you know, or Ruka, you know, or there's just so many of them. It, it kind of got to a point where it's like, well, shit, we can, we can, we can do this too. You know, we don't want to necessarily wear, you know, suits and ties. Mm -hmm. We, we, we want to do our own thing. And to be honest with you, like, I think the fact that we, where we grew up, it made it easier not only to get inspired, but to actually start it because, you know, no disrespect to any other areas, but if we were living in Idaho or Connecticut, it might not have been as easy. So we gave it a shot. And uh, my business partners, uh, not only is he a, a killer tattoo artist, but he's also just a great artist in general. He graduated from the Art Center of Pasadena. And uh, he's the creative director. And we, we, we gave it a shot. And luckily, you know, 19 years later, we're still rocking and rolling and uh, super blessed to still be going. So we're stoked. No, that's amazing, man. And and the the word sullen. I mean, I I I remember. Uh, I didn't. To be honest with you, I never. You know, when I was younger at the time, I didn't know what the word meant, and so I was like, right. sullen, sullen. That that's that's a really interesting word, you know, to have on a brand. And then I looked it up, and in pretty much the definition of sullen is somebody that's just chill. You know, like yeah, I mean, for the a, most it's part, a, it's a vibe. You know, like a a sullen day is sort of like kind of gloomy eerie creepy you know like and and my business partner being a tattoo artist he was always like a lot of tattoos like that dark art you know so they're tattooing skulls you know and and grim reapers and stuff like that so when we knew we wanted to start the brand we pretty much sat around with a pen and paper for a month trying to come up with a name and you know it's funny because we look back on some of the names we almost named it and i'm so glad we didn't but <laughs> Ryan had an art project and he had to do a, uh, it was a comic book cover. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually looking at the, I'm looking at it hanging on my wall as I'm talking about it here in my office. 
but he did a comic book cover and it was a, it was a, a cartoon character kind of like a me and another one of our friends. We kind of looked like superheroes and I got like leather jacket and he named the comic book Solon. So it was on the ground and we're looking at it. We're like, what's that? And Ryan's like, Oh, that's just an art project. We're like, well, what's Solon? Like, cause I didn't know what the definition was either, nor, you know, a lot of people do, but a lot of people don't. They thought it was like mm-hmm. our last name or it was the name of our band, but he liked it because he's also a lettering guy. So mm-hmm. when you're looking at it, it goes consonant, vowel, LL, vowel, consonant. It has that mirror image. So he's like, I like that. I could do a lot. You know, I could play with those words and letter, the, the letters. And then the definition made sense. And it was just one of those words that kind of rolled off the tongue nicely that people questioned. And we went for it and it worked, you know. But yeah, Ryan and I, we're not really sullen guys. You know, we don't walk around like we're not like emo. Oh, know, that's for sad. sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but but it does it does work for the the, the tattoo world because, like I said, mm-hmm. skulls and tattoos go hand in hand. So oh, totally. Uh, so yeah, that's 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 where the name kind of came from. And sometimes I get envious of brands popping up and they have better names where they, you know, they kind of they kind of come out strong just because they got a strong name. Uh, I don't think it's. I don't know. I mean, I like it. No, and you know what? It works out because I can't imagine Sullen Clothing not being called Sullen. You know, like it's one of yeah. those things where, you know, since I've seen this clothing line for so long, it's just amazing, you know, how it's grown. I can't imagine any other, it being any other word. And, you know, it's so awesome that you guys have, der- you guys have combined tattoo art and designing, you know, different types of clothing. I mean, is that is that pretty much like, is that some most of the inspiration for a lot of the art that's on the clothing is derived from tattoos? Yeah, we kind of accidentally stumbled upon that. There was a time where even though Ryan was a tattooer and he was tattooing all of us on the side and a lot of the artwork was Ryan alone and it all had a tattoo vibe to it. But it wasn't until like year five, year six, where Ryan started drawing with some local tattooers and we kind of accidentally um, you know, like our very first artist was Nico Hurtado, who's now arguably one of the most famous tattooers in the world. But he asked if we could, Ryan wanted to get a tattoo from him. And he's like, hey, can you print some shirts, you know, for trade? And then I asked Ryan, I was like, hey, ask Nico if we can put Solon on a few of them. And Nico's like, screw it, put it on all of them. And that was our very first shirt. And it crushed it. And we did well. And the light bulb went off and it was like, oh, okay. So now you know, X amount of years later, we've worked with over 500 tattooers. So what we do is if like, it don't matter if you could be a rock star tattooer with a million followers, or you could be somebody with 50 followers. We don't discriminate like Ryan. He's not looking for just famous tattooers is what I'm getting at. If he sees that you're talented and your artwork would work well on a shirt, then we'll reach out to you or you're welcome to send art to us. So we like to use our platform to get people's names out there. And we've always, you know, nurtured our social media and our social media has always been strong. So, you know, our hashtag is together we rise. So when people come on board with us, we try our hardest to, to promote them and tell their story and get their name out there. And, and it's worked out. You know, we've got, like I said, we've worked with over 500 tattooers and graffiti artists and painters and artists from all over the world. And, and uh, it's definitely a, a family vibe. We try our hardest to, to, to help each other out in any ways possible. No, and you know what, man? I mean, I can definitely vouch for that because since day one, since since the moment that I met you guys, 
you guys kind of adopted me into the Solon family. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, it was always like, it was always like, we always rode together, man. I mean, that, that's yeah. one of the, that's one of the many things I miss about you guys, you know, that I haven't seen you guys in years is because, you know, it's like that, that was the vibe that I always had with you, with Lifeline, you know, with all you guys, it was always felt like I was always adopted into your family. And I love that about you guys, you know, and, and, and that's the thing is that, you know, I'm so happy that, you know, Beto, the lead singer of Lifeline introduced us because I'll never forget that, like, you know, shortly after uh, he introduced us, he decided to get that sullen tattoo. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's really, that's really cool that, you know, I mean, you guys still like continue on being a close knit family and you know, through the years, you've, the, the Solon clothing line hasn't just involved or hasn't just evolved into just, you know, clothing. It's evolved into other aspects as well, such as a podcast, such as a reality show. And, you know, like, let, let, tell me a little bit about your podcast. Cause I remember you told me that you have a podcast and I've seen the podcast as well, pop up on social media. Yeah. Well, I think as a brand, it's our job to be storytelling and, you know, in this new, uh, well, not new, but the social media world we live in, that's our job to, to tell our story. So whether it go, whether it's us telling, you know, trying to educate people on the history of tattooing and some of the forefathers or, or, or let, you know, doing different charity events to help, you know, some of our brothers and sisters who may have cancer or a family member with cancer, we try to bring people together to raise money for them, you know, or, or, uh, of course I I mean, to be honest, the, the, the one common denominator is tattoos. Like, we are a tattoo art-driven brand. Most of our artists are tattooers. Not all of them. Some of them are, like I said, graffiti artists or just painters or artists. But most of them are tattoo artists. So we have a strong platform. We've developed relationships all over the world. And just like you were saying a minute ago, I honestly feel like the word family, a lot of people throw it out there. But we're very fortunate to have the family that we have. Like, we wouldn't be where we are today if it wasn't for the people that we surround ourselves around. So it's like you supporting us back in the day and, and Bethel that we're talking about and all the, the different events that we did used to do together, like that helped start us. And it, it was a grassroots thing. It was a local Southern California thing, which like I said earlier, when you start in Southern California, I feel like other countries, you know, they think you're bigger than you are because you're based out of Southern California. But with that being said, we have, you know, like I said, it's our job. So yeah, we got a podcast. Uh, it's called Under the Skin. You know, you can hear it on, you know, iTunes and Spotify, and it, we, it also plays on our YouTube channel, Solon TV. You know, our Instagram, Solon Clothing, Facebook. But nowadays, there's so many platforms, and there's, there's, we have stories to tell. You know, there, I, I think there's a lot of brands out there that they get stuck and they get confused on, on what story they're supposed to be telling. Whereas we're fortunate to where we have so many stories. I mean, we have our Solon Angels, you know, our, our, our modeling agency. So whether it's our models, you know, our incredible artists that we work with, or some of the OG tattooers in the game that are, you know, becoming more, like I said, they need to, they, they deserve uh, respect and they, their stories need to be told. Um, so yeah, man, we're, we're, we're on it. And like I said, we're very fortunate to have an endless amount of stories that need to be told and we can always be doing a better job at it. You know what I mean? No. And I totally agree. And that's, that's the whole purpose of why I also have this podcast as well to go ahead and tell the stories of so many people, because people could go ahead and just, you know, misconstrued tattoos and kind of 
combine that with criminality, you know, and it's yeah. not even like that. It's, it's, I've known so many people that are covered in ink, but they are the, like, dude, like you, for example, you know, you're covered in ink, you're full sleeves and everything. And you're like the nicest guy that, you know, I've ever, like, I've ever met. And the same thing well, goes for so many changed. other. Huh? Yeah. I said it, it's definitely changed because back in the 60s, 70s, 80s, it was more of a outlaw culture. And a mm -hmm. lot of the shops were ran by motorcycle clubs and ex-convicts. And so, whereas nowadays, a lot of the old timers, they'll call them like art geeks, you know, it didn't used to be like that where these guys, they'll get out of expensive art schools. And rather than going and working for, you know, DreamWorks or Disney or something, they'll pick up a tattoo machine and they'll learn how to tattoo and they'll blow people's minds. So a lot of tattooers these days aren't what they used to be. And I'm not saying that in a negative way. It's just different. There's just a lot of guys that they might be blasted up from head to toe, tattoos on the side of their head and the neck. And, and some people might question them, but you talk to them, they're the biggest softies, the nicest kind-hearted <laughs> teddy bears you'll ever meet, you know? But True. of course there's, you can also tell, you know, prison tattoos. Of course. Art, you know, as well. So like cops, when cops used to pull you over, you know, they'd be like, well, you know, they, they would assume you're a troublemaker. Whereas nowadays they'll look at your tattoos and be like, Oh, nice work, man. Who did that? You know what I mean? So I think people are starting to realize even older people, older generations, you know, when you're at the community swimming pool or something, you'll have grandmas and grandpas like, Oh, I love your tattoos. My son's got one, blah, blah, blah. You know? So I think it's, I think it's changing, but that's, that's, that's part of, I feel like that's part of our job to educate the world on the fact that this is art it's you know it's art and that's the truth because yeah you're right about that because there is a difference between it being art and it being something that you got you know in prison or off of out of a gang or something like that because there is a difference between the two and it's it's yeah. cool that you guys are educating the public on that you know it's cool that it's cool that you know uh people like yourself and people like the people that you hang out with are educating others in the differences between the two because, you know, I mean, it, you know, everything's evolved. The world is always evolving. You know, it's always yes. changing. It's always growing. It's always learning. So part of learning is, you know, learning all aspects of things that otherwise would be considered in, you know, like past societies as negative, you know. So now they're looking at it as something positive, which is really cool what you guys are doing, you know, in educating people on that aspect. But I mean... You know, I also noticed another thing that you guys are starting uh, some sort of a reality show or is that part of the same podcast? No, we, we're not going to do a reality show as of right now. We have, we have talked to, I'll put it this way. We've had a number of production companies come to us and we will always entertain it. I mean, from Lionsgate to Buna Murray. I mean, some of the big ones have sat down and talked to us, uh, but we haven't pulled the trigger just, trigger just yet. I, I mean, I will say that Reality shows have blown up a lot of clothing companies. Mm -hmm. I mean, from when, you know, uh, Rob Deerdick, you know, whether it's Fantasy Factory or Ridiculousness, you know, like DC, Meet the Barkers, Famous Stars of Straps, Tap Out back in the day. But we've always, we've always loved having slow growth. So we're coming up on 20 years in March, which is crazy. It makes me feel old. But <laughs> you, we're, we're, I know, tell me about it. But, but we're, but we're killing it. Like we're literally doing better now than we've ever done. So for us to be doing this good at year 19, I think a lot of that has to do with slow growth, you know, slow growth is strong growth. We've never like kind of shot up, blown up, peaked. And then, and then there's nothing but downhill from there. 
Um, but no, we're not, we're not entertaining a reality show right now. In the past, we, we have had meetings, but I, as of right now, no, I don't think we're going to do it. No, and that's – well, I mean, honestly, that kind of saddens me a bit because I, I would love to see a reality show about you guys because you guys have so, – like you said, you have a lot of interesting stories. Hell, we have – both you and I have a lot of interesting stories to tell as well. You know, I mean, and, and you know, going back from when we went to San Felipe, Mexico, when, we were, when I was uh, promoting for that company, uh, you know, it was, it was uh, Surf and Ski Sun Tours. It was Invasion. That's how yeah, I met yeah. you guys. And, yep. you know, I mean, we partied down in San Felipe for spring break, you know, and, you know, and before, before we started the interview, we were talking about how, you know, all of us are just chilling and watching the sun come up. I mean, we were no doubt. We're like, <laughs> I, 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 it's <laughs> tough to remember because we were kind of blitzed at the time, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's one of those things where I remember, you know, a lot of this stuff because a lot of like, you know, it was one of the very few times in my life where I was actually enjoying my life. You know, and yeah. I'm very happy that I got to share it with you guys, you know, from Absolutely. from San Felipe to going to Squaw Valley. And it's so funny, you don't you don't remember the Squaw Valley trip because that was a road trip we took. And I'm yes. the, dude, I'm, I'll never forget, dude. I, I remember I was driving on the road on the five freeway and it was late at night. And then suddenly, like, it was almost like hypnotizing us. I kept on seeing the lines of the road go and suddenly I started veering and the, and I forgot it was a girl that was riding with me. And it was, I think, I think Betha was with us too. Uh, and you guys were behind us. And suddenly I started seeing the car veer and she started noticing that. And she's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm awake. I'm awake. You know, like, Dude, I get was... hypnotized too. Like that. I think it was like a 14 hour drive. I, I, and I remember my car too. I had my Nissan Sentra. <laughs> Oh, I remember that. <laughs> Dude, but, but, but going back to what you were talking about with the reality show, imagine, because they told us too, imagine having cameras come home with you inside your house. Imagine having cameras follow you around when you're in the grocery store. Yeah. Imagine, you know, like that's a scene like that, that, that takes, that takes commitment. If all of a sudden you, you got cameras following you around at the restaurant and the grocery store and the gas station, you know, like, and I'm not saying, you know, maybe one day we will pull the trigger, but, um, but that's, I don't know. That's a trip. Cause we're already, we're already documenting everything. You know what I mean? Like there's already cameras everywhere nowadays. So it's already like a different world. I don't know. I trip out on that. No. And it, you know what? I mean, you also have to think about who else is exposed to this type of reality show it's not just your business it's not just you it's your personal life it's your kids it's your oh, yeah. wife you know yeah. i mean it's everybody involved it's your family you know so it's like you also have to think about that kind of a commitment as well will they be okay with it will they be all right with them getting filmed doing something embarrassing you know yeah. i mean you have to also think of okay who's watching this too you know, so it's like it's it's a, it's a huge it's a huge undertaking that I'm sure that, you know, you probably have gone back and forth with in your head and probably talked to your family about. And no doubt, that's probably why it's like, eh, let's put a pin on it for right now and then reevaluate that later on. So, yeah, for now, we're all good, man. Ryan and I, you know, Solon is 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 doing well. And, you know, we've uh, we've 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 learned, you know, what I mean, we're working smarter and not harder. And, and uh, we're we've. I mean, you know, you're still learning new things every day. And like I said, you can always be doing a better job at everything and anything. But no, um, no man, right now, I think we're going we're gonna to be passing on any reality shows. 
No, and that's cool though, Matt. But I mean, like I said, it's 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 disappointing for me because I'd love to watch it. But then again, I'm like I'm like I kind of lived it with you guys briefly. So we did, we did, we got we got we got some we got some memories in the books for sure. Bro, could you could you imagine if they had a uh, if you were actually filming the reality show back then? Oh, we'd be screwed. We'd be screwed. <laughs> we'd be canceled. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. god, dude! Seriously, just like thinking back, I'm like, yeah, I'm okay with with technology not being as advanced as it is today. Absolutely, absolutely. We documented our own way. I mean, it, dude, it's like it's like back then there used to be the moniker, you know, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. But now it's like mm-hmm. what happens in Vegas is on Twitter, it's on Instagram, it's on Facebook, yeah, your homeboy's next YouTube. to you filming you <laughs> while you're puking in the toilet, you know, and he's posting it as you're wiping your mouth. <laughs> dude and then rewinding it back and forth back and forth so oh yeah dude it's it's a trip but you know i mean it's you know like like that's one thing that i appreciate about technology not being around back then because the memories we keep to ourselves you know and we and that actually means a lot more to me it's a more personal you know thing for me is that a lot of the stuff that we did a lot of stuff that that we enjoyed that's our memories, you know, that's our, that's, that's, uh, that's us. That's, that's something that no one that we can't share because it was our stuff, you know, and I really appreciate that part of our lives of, of the time that I spent with, with you boys at Sullen. And, you know, like I'm, I'm hoping that once this, you know, crazy quarantine is done and over with, I get to hang out with you guys again very soon. And speaking of the quarantine, How's that affected you guys, you know, with business and everything? You know, I'll be honest with you. The first, uh, the first couple of weeks when everything was getting shut down in California, it was scary. You know, I mean, there was a, there was a time where I'm sure you agree with me where there was a feeling of just kind of anxiety and it felt mm-hmm. like, you know, like, it was like the end of the world was coming, you know, you're scared. And, mm-hmm. and my, my wife, she has lupus. She'll she'll, so she's a high risk uh you know person so Mm -hmm. we were we were really spooked at first but um but then the numbers started coming in and we actually crushed it like we had a great month in april and i don't know if it's just because stimulus checks unemployment checks people are bored at home the malls the stores are closed taxes (laughs) yeah dude I'll, i'll be honest with you man uh we've we've been cranking man so it's like you're scared for a moment like oh crap what's this gonna do to our business and then the numbers start coming in and they're solid so you're like, you wipe your brow and you're like, okay, back to work, man. Let's, you know, it's like, of course you still got to, you know, play, play it smart and, you know, and realize that coronavirus is still out there and everything, but no, luckily, luckily our business, uh, we're, we're solid right now. Things are good. No, that's good to hear too. And I got to ask you, um, you know, when I, like I said, when I first met you, you guys were basically specializing in t-shirts uh hoodies hats beanies have you guys gone further than that oh for sure we um every catalog we have four you know four seasons a year and we're always testing new things and if you know if if it sells through and people love it then we'll we'll stick with it but then also we'll do fun things each season and they come and they go and then we're always trying to do collaborations as well like for instance just yesterday uh we just dropped our fourth annual collaboration with sublime and sublime's my favorite band of all time totally man mine too man so yeah i mean mean, that's bucket list for us so every year we get 
uh, you know, a number of Solon artists to take a song from one of the albums and, you know, render that into some artwork, you know? So like we've had shirts that are called bad fish or waiting oh. for my Ruka or, or, uh, you know, uh, 40 ounces of freedom, you name it. But we're always looking to collaborate with different brands and it doesn't always have, you know, whether it's a musician band or, you know, we've done snowboard jackets with grenade in the past. We've done wakeboard vests with, with jet pilot. We've done snowboards with nitro. We've done sunglasses with black flies. Uh, but you know, it's got to make sense. There, there has to be a story to tell and, 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 and we need to be vibing with that brand, you know, like to where it, it just, it just needs to make sense. But no, we have a full, we have, um, we have everything under the sun. We don't do shoes, but we yeah, have. I was going to ask about that. If you were going to start maybe diving into shoes at all. I've been wanting to do slides, but I don't think we're going to do shoes just because we don't want to get stuck with the weird sizes. And that's just not our gig, but unless, unless uh, we did a collaboration with Vans, that's another bucket list for me. So if anyone's listening out there from Vans, you know, call me up. Right. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> no, but that's really cool though, man. I mean, cause you like, you've done, you're doing a lot of stuff with a lot of great artists. I mean, I saw that you also did stuff with be real you know, from Cypress Hill. And that, yeah. that, must, that, that, that must have been really cool. B-Rule's the homie, man. He's a good dude. And uh, we've done collaboration shirts. We've done B-Rule shirts. We've done Cypress Hill shirts. Him and Send Dog are good homies of ours, as well as Bobo. And they've, they've, uh, they've repped us hard all over the world. And I can't thank them enough for it. You know, but just like you and I, one thing I've learned, and I always preach this to people, that relationships are everything. You know what I mean? And, and, and not just not just being fake, because, I mean, some people hit it off and some people don't. You sure. and I, we hit it off, but we didn't have to. We could have not liked each other. And that's fine. <laughs> and we just, you know, we don't vibe. But I like making friends. I like networking. I like getting creative with people and figuring out ways you can help each other out. And and when we met up with uh, with B-Real and, and the boys from Cyprus, uh, it was it was it was solid from the beginning so uh so yeah shout out to to the boys from cypress hill thank you for all the the love over the years no and that's and i you know and like likewise dude i mean you know you were always you're, you've always been solid you haven't changed man like and that's the thing all the fame and the money that you have done over the years with with Solon, it hasn't changed you you're still the same you know down earth person that i met you know back in the day and that's rare to see of somebody. I mean, it was, it's crazy. I remember, I remember, I remember uh, this one time when I was living with Bethel and all of them uh, in Huntington Beach, that they, there was a concert at Angel Stadium. And you guys, I think you guys had like a big van or something like that. You guys had like one of those vans where you got to the roof of the van. And you could watch the concert from up there or something like that. I, you know, it was, it was kind of vague. I was kind of, <laughs> but we're, anyways, <laughs> we're not talking about that part, but what's funny uh, is that, is that uh, I was there with TJ, TJ, T, uh, and, and you, you obviously, you know who I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. uh, and so I was there with TJ and TJ's like, dude, you know, we're going to sneak in. Cause I only have like one, one wristband. I was like, man, how the hell are we going to sneak in? You, do you know anybody at the door? He's like, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. I was like, all right, do what you got to do. And TJ, dude, TJ, I love TJ, man. That guy's a hustler. He knows how yeah, to, yeah. like, talk. He knows how to get in there. So we snuck in there. And then when, once we snuck inside, he was like, all right, now where's the Solon band? <laughs> I was like, yep. Solon's here? Jeremy's here? He's like, yeah, dude, they're all here. I was like, oh, dude, it'd be great to see him because I hadn't seen you guys in a couple of years before that. So yeah. – 
finally we found you guys and you guys sure enough, dude you guys were all partying drinking like you guys were all had you guys had a, the best view of the of the entire you know parking lot stadium of angel stadium and man like it's like as soon as we we all saw each other it was like dude it was like family reunion it was like nothing changed it was like that's right we just Grab saw each other like you know we just saw each other the day before or something you know it was it that's the thing about you guys from Solon is that you guys never change you guys always stay down to earth grounded and family is family and you always do it and that's what that's what i miss and love about you guys you know that you guys never ever change and that's a beautiful thing to to have that kind of a relationship with people Thanks, who man. have grown over the years you know and dude like i said it's it's one of those things where you know i love the clothing but i love the people more you know because i appreciate that you guys personify your clothing you know and yeah, luckily what, luckily but, ryan and i we both we both agree and see eye to eye on that where um even with all the people we work with, like even just going back to whether it's Cypress Hill or the guys from Sublime, like if we, if we sense an ego, then we back off, you know, like, cause we, we want to, we want to work with good people. We, you know, and, and you realize when you start to meet more of these celebrities and, and, and stuff like that, um, some of them are assholes, but there's a lot of them <laughs> that are super down to earth, regular, normal people True. like you and I, you know, so it's whether, I kind of jokingly say, you know, my wife and my mom, like they would never allow me to get an ego. They'll pop that bubble so fast, you know, but, but no, we, you, you, thank you for saying that, but I agree with you. You know, like we, we refuse to get egos. We stay grounded. We stay humble. And we try to surround ourselves around with like-minded individuals that, that are the same way. If we sense an ego, man, we give them the Heisman and, and we're, we, you know, we're, we're bobbing and we, we're dodging those kind of people. Oh, no doubt, man. No doubt. And that's, that's something that, that's something that makes, in my opinion, that's something that makes a business even more successful. Knowing that, you know, that you're, you're just another person like everybody else. And that's something that is very important in any business, whether it be clothing, whether it be entertainment, whether it be any type of business, it's, it's, it's all the same. As long as you understand that you put, that you put on your pants just the same as the next person does, then that's what really counts. And people can see that and they gravitate to that for that reason you know and i tell people you're right i tell people as well like like i was talking about i'm a networking marketing kind of guy and say if you have an opportunity to network or meet this this certain celebrity or or, or musician or artist if you sit there and you're like sitting there like fluffing them and blowing them and you're all on their jock like they're gonna get annoyed and they're gonna not gravitate towards you but if you talk to them like they're a regular human and, and, and talk to them like they're a man, that's how you can become friends with them. You know, and that's something I've learned over the years as well. Like I could give you so many examples of so many friends that I've met over the years where I've hit it off with them and, and now we're friends and, you know, they're famous musicians or whatever, but they're everyone, man. It don't matter who it is. The most famous person is still just a human being. True. True. You know? And that's facts right there. And speaking of musicians and friends, you and I actually have a mutual, uh, a mutual uh, person that we know here, Kevin Hicklin. Oh, no way. How do you know Kevin? Well, I interviewed uh, the band Dirty Machine. <laughs> I know all those guys from Dirty Machine. So I play their music actually on my show a lot. 
And Dude, uh, he was just here today. <laughs> yeah, I told I told Kevin I was like, because uh, what? Because I interviewed I interviewed Dirty Machine. I actually had a live interview with them at the Whiskey uh, for one of their performances. And um, he actually was wearing Sullen clothes. And I was like, dude, you know the guys from Sullen? He's like, yeah, Jeremy's my boy. I was like, get the hell out of here. I've known Jeremy for years. He's like, no way. So I I was like, small world, man. Small world. Like, seriously, your your clothing line is everywhere. I mean, I remember not too long because I I live in the Valley here in Los Angeles. I live in the San Fernando Valley. And what was cool about it is that in one of the stores, I saw your brand. And I was like, oh, my God. Nice. Solon is over here now. This is freaking cool, you know. So, and 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 wondering about that. How many, like, in how many places have you guys spread out to? I mean, you've already spread out here to the LA area. Have you spread out of state as well, or are you still just maintaining here in California? Oh no, we ship we ship to forty five countries. We have distributors in everywhere from Russia, Colombia, wow. Venezuela, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, all over Europe. You know, wherever I tell people, wherever the tattoo culture is strong. Solon is there, you know, um, the clothing game is a tough one. You know, we might have 40 distributors all over the world, but it doesn't necessarily mean they're all pushing huge numbers, but yeah, man, we're, uh, we're, we're an international brand. And, um, throughout the years we've, we've bounced around from, from, uh, one mall shop to another, you know, they call it big box accounts. So in the past we've been in Tilly's or Zoomies or PacSun or Macy's. But right now, the store that we're, we're in, because we only do one at a time. We stay exclusive to one mall retailer. Mm-hmm. And the one that we're doing uh, good business with right now is called The Buckle. And uh, The Buckle's in, I think, probably three or 400 stores across America. And we have a great relationship with them. You walk in the store, you see a wall of Solon. Nice. And we're giving them exclusive colorways and exclusive art and letting them get their hands on the art before everyone else. And I'm doing in-store events where I'll bring maybe a famous tattooer. We'll do signings in front of the shop at the mall. Crowd comes up. They, you know, we'll, we'll have like games like cornhole and stuff, you know, get a, get a ringer and, you know, you win from some free stuff and then we'll give a free tattoo away at the end of the day. So we've been doing a lot of fun stuff with buckles all over. But anyways, yeah, to your, to your listeners, uh, find a buckle store near you in the mall, and that's where you'll you'll find a really good selection of Solon stuff. Besides, of course, our website SolonClothing.com. No, that's definitely that's definitely something that is very handy. And man, I I just I, I'm just so like I'm so blown away, man. Could you have thought back when we were you know hanging out back when we were partying and everything that Solon would have grown this big? Yes and no, but you know what I trip out on the most, and it's 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 something that we always talk about, is the amount of people that get our logo tattooed on them. Yeah, because check it out. So our logo, and it, we, it it's evolved, it's changed since since I first met you. But now it's a skull with uh, cross brushes instead of crossbones. It's cross. It's two paint brushes, mm-hmm. and so even if you didn't like Solon or no Solon, it still looks like a cool tattoo to have. Cause mm-hmm. if you got a skull with two paintbrushes, it just shows that you like dark art. And literally every day I wake up and I go on social media or the hashtags, there are people all over the world tagging us every day, getting our logo. I mean, there's dudes getting it tattooed between their eyes, on their <laughs> forehead, on their cheek, on their neck. And then there's other, there's a lot of people doing their own version of it. Like I said, tattoos and skulls go hand in hand. So people are doing, you know, these custom original 
Solon badge. That's what we call our logo. It's the Solon badge of honor. And they're, they're doing custom ones all over the world. I mean, like every country, everywhere. And that right there, I will never get sick of it, man. Like there was a time where some of our first tattooers that we were working with, working with, they wanted to keep it exclusive, you know, and people would, out of respect, they'd ask us like, hey, do I have your permission to get the Solon badge tattooed on it? And we never said no, but some of the tattooers that we work with, they're like, hey, man, that should stay exclusive to just people. But it got, it got to a point where we couldn't control it. We embraced it. And now we let people know like, hey, if you get our, our logo tattooed on you, send it to us and we'll repost it. And I'm telling you, man, like every day people are getting our, and I'm, I'm not trying to be braggadocious or anything, but I feel like our logo might be one of the most tattooed logos in the world. You know, like I feel like more people are getting our logo than a freaking Nike swoosh or an Apple logo, or I don't know, man, but there's a lot of them out there. That's what I get a kick out of. It's humbling. I'm honored. And it just shows that our family just continues to grow worldwide you know in a positive way and that's and that's that's no doubt because i'll be honest with you man i love your guys logo i'm all i've I've always been into skulls i mean even even my mom was like that's satanic that's this i was like ma it's a skull it looks (laughs) awesome okay leave me alone (laughs) (laughs) i love this thing (laughs) you know it's just such a badass like you know badass theme really you know i mean it's like it's just it's just i've always loved it and that's why i've always loved your guys's logo you know like that's i think that's what grab that that's what made me gravitate towards the soul and brand even more is the logo itself because the logo is freaking awesome not not to mention you know, the way you guys spell soul and the way you guys, the way you guys, um, uh, you know, draw it. I mean, it's just so amazing. It's got so many different variations of it and each one of them look amazing. You know, I agree, man. Thanks. Thanks for saying that. So I'm going to put you on the spot. That means we got to set you up to get your soul and badge tattoo when you're ready. <laughs> I'm down for that, dude. <laughs> it'll, it'll be my, it'll be my first. Cause I don't really have any. <laughs> You're but one I, of the, you're one of the rare ones now. Nowadays, uh, so, if you don't have a tattoo, you're the rare one. The rare well, one. I always, I, you know what? I, I've done, I've done it out of respect for for my parents, and I always I said, I, I always not for said, everybody. Yeah, no, I, I always said to myself, I said, as long as my parents are with me, I won't, you know, put any ink on my body. But the 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 moment that you know, I mean, I've already, unfortunately, I've already lost one. You know, I still have one that's with that's with me, and as long as he's still here. My body will remain that way, but the moment that you know he's called home, um, I'm gonna be like, well, <laughs> you know, I mean, I kept my end of the bargain. I'll be calling I you. I'll be, like, I'll be like, Jeremy, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> I got I'm, your back. I'll, I'll be waiting for you. I'm, I'll be on my way there, man. So, but <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, so other than that, dude. I mean, one one thing that stood out out of out of this conversation we were having is the fact of the matter that your clothing tells a story, just like ink also tells a story to each individual is is that you know like is that the main premise for a lot of your clothing is like a lot of the stuff that you that you design is that does most of what you design have a story behind it absolutely you nailed it on the head you know i don't always like talking for my business partner like i handle all you know marketing pr events he handles all creative and production and um he's great at what he does but just overhearing him have this conversation with other people i hear him say a lot he's looking for a story he wants that piece of art to tell a story but at the same time 
in a simple way, you know, like don't overthink it. Don't overdo it. Don't add all these different elements. And, uh, and, and on that note, we always like to let people know out there that we have an open door policy here. Like we are always looking for new art. I mean, we, we are, I think we have designs and, and our season's already booked out. I think like almost two years. So even if you gave us art yesterday that Ryan agrees on, you're probably not going to see it on a shirt for probably at least a year and a half, maybe two years. But at the same time, we want the world to know that we're always looking for new artists. We're always looking for, for, uh, to build new relationships and, and to, to use our platform to get people's name out. But yeah, you're right. Ryan does say like he wants that art to tell a story in a, in a, in a, in a simple and basic way and to have the right elements that will work on a t-shirt. Cause there's some beautiful pieces of art that might not always translate on a t-shirt and it might not sell. And, um, and it, you know, I mean, we'll, not every shirt has to be a bestseller. Um, but at the same time, you know, we are still a business. We, I tell people we treat our product like lettuce, you know, like it goes bad. So another thing that we do is we don't order, we don't order huge quantities of our shirts. Like a lot of our shirts will sell out in the first week. And you know, it, it, what it does is it creates demand for our followers. They know like, Oh shit, I like this shirt a lot. Should I get it? If I don't get it, it's going to sell out and I'll never have a chance again. So we get people out there that they, they, they collect them, you know, they'll want one of each shirt. Um, and you know, uh, I'm not mad at them for it. No. And that's, and you know what, that's amazing. That's again, that's something, another thing that I like about salt and clothing is that, you know, you actually, you're one of the very rare clothing companies that has, because other clothing companies, they just sell a design because it looks cool. But What's awesome is that you guys actually have a story to tell behind each, behind most of, most of, if not each, all of your designs on your Absolutely. clothing. So that is something very rare. That's something very rare that I don't really hear much, you know, from many other clothing lines or, or anybody, any designers, you know, that, that they tell a story. They design it because it looks good. It looks fashionable. It looks trendy. It looks right. whatever. But you guys actually have a reason. You have a purpose as to and why artist, you design it and that artist that created it created it has his own story that needs to be told so i mean like last week we came out with a new shirt from the, uh, this amazing black and gray artist from brazil douglas Prudente. his first shirt this guy's incredible um unfortunately we couldn't include him in the video but we're trying to get you know to let our people know i mean he's he's a big name tattooer most of our followers probably already know him and then uh, the week before that was Jack Rudy, who's a black, who's a legend. He pretty much, Jack Rudy and Good Time Charlie Cartwright, um, there was a time in like the 70s where everyone did what they call traditional tattoos. It was all kind of um, Americana, traditional, basic, bold line, colorful tattoos. But if you saw somebody with black and gray tattoos, you associate that with, with they got it in prison. Mm -hmm. So Jack Rudy and Good Time Charlie were the first people to open up a shop and they specialized in black and gray tattoos. Whereas nowadays you see black and gray tattoos all over the world. But what people don't know is that Jack, Rudy and Charlie Cartwright, they were the first ones to say, hey, we're opening up a shop and we specialize in black and gray. So people would come to them saying, hey, I want to get black and gray, you know, whereas before you had to like do prison time. Mm -hmm. But anyways, that's just one of the things that we want people to know. Like Jack Rudy's like 
one of the godfathers of the black and gray tattoo. He deserves all the respect in the world. He's tattooed, you know, Jesse James, and he's the one that tattooed Steve O's back. You know, the big, the big picture of <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. Steve O being a jackass. <laughs> yep. You know, so from from the OGs that paved the way like Jack Rudy to these new up and comers that are just incredible artists. We're trying to we're trying to get their name out there, tell tell their story, and uh, and use our platform to tell all these stories over and over and over again. No, and that's and that's an amazing thing to do because you guys do, you guys do an amazing job of it, you know. And, you. and 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 you know, I mean, it's it's one of those things where I, I also notice that you also go to uh, a lot of obviously you go to tattoo conventions and stuff like that, and I'm sure there's a lot of stories there to tell too. Do you also oh, yeah. get do you get a lot of inspiration from your clothing at these tattoo conventions? I mean, walk me through a typical time at a tattoo convention. Well, I'll tell you what I've been doing over the last few years is I have I have been I'm starting to be a judge at a lot of tattoo competitions. So at most tattoo conventions, um, I mean they're all different. Some of them are there'll be a car show, mm-hmm. and then you have a you know a bunch of incredible tattooers inside. There's some that like music, um, where it's a music festival in one one section, and then the tattoo convention. Um, but they also have tattoo contests. So what a lot of people like yourself that aren't tattooed don't know about is these tattoo competitions. So Friday, there'll be different categories. It'll be like best black and gray, best lettering, best Japanese, and say best black and gray portraits. And then on Saturday, it will be uh, best color, uh, best, I don't know, color realism. But anyway, so they have categories. So what I've been doing is I've been getting asked to be a judge and I, what I like about that is I'm able to not only see all the up and coming tattooers, you know, I'm sitting here looking at this new tattoo, you know, six inches away from me. And I'm like, wow, that thing's incredible. And technically you're not supposed to know who did it mm-hmm. um, because then it shows favoritism. So if someone comes up and says, Hey, I just got this done by Bob Tyrell. I'll be like, Nope, sorry, man. You're disqualified. We're not, we're not allowed to know who mm-hmm. did the tattoo. Um, but at the same time, at the end of the day, I can go find that person and be like, all right, dude, I got to know who did your tattoo. <laughs> oh, this guy over here did it. Take me to him. I want to meet him. And then I'm, it's a good way for me to, to meet these tattooers that I haven't met yet. So I'm up on stage, which is good. Cause I'm, you know, I'm getting my brand out there and I'm meeting mm-hmm. everybody. Mm-hmm. And then to take it one step further, a lot of these tattoo conventions um, have been asking me to, to host it or MC it. And I did it a few times and I enjoyed it. And I did a decent job at it. So now they're starting to fly me all over the world to either host the convention or, or be a, a guest judge. And they'll, you know, take care of my flight and hotel and, and sometimes get paid. And, uh, and it's good. It's good for the brand because now I love traveling. I love networking. I love meeting these up-and-coming tattooers. And it's a win-win-win for everybody. I'm putting in work and they're getting, you know, things checked off their list. No, that's dude. That's amazing. That's really something. That's really something that you know that is an honor to do. I'm sure. I love it. And yeah, it's been and, fun. And you get to meet so many different people at these at these events too, which is really cool. You know, and and man, it's you're again. It's it's just I'm just really happy at how Sullen has grown to to be, to, to be worldwide. It's amazing. 
not to 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 be negative Nancy, but this year was going to be my biggest traveling year in this damn pandemic. Yeah. Like, I was supposed to like I was supposed to go to um to Paris. I missed out on Paris, London, Japan, uh Cancun, damn. Damn. and then and then some local ones, Dallas, Colorado, New York, but I was like this year was supposed to be our biggest travel year, and I had so many. I mean, think about it, dude. Paris, London, and Japan, like, that's yeah, huge. Are you kidding me? It's like, dude, yeah, I, it's, it's almost like you're, like, you're, uh, like you're a musical artist. You're going on tour to all these different places. <laughs> the tattoo lifestyle is very comparable to musicians. But I missed out on all those trips, whatever. My health is there. My wife and family yeah. were all healthy. It is what it is. They'll be next year. Hopefully things will get better. But um, but yeah, man, this year was supposed to was gonna be a good fun travel year and it all got canceled. And, but you know what? Like you said, man, it's it's better to be safe than sorry. And there will be other years, yeah. I'm sure. You know, yeah. so I mean it's it's one of those things where you just you just gotta do what you gotta do, you know. But it's yeah. it's it's crazy because like uh going back to what you're talking about, how judges cannot know the 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 artist or anything like that it's very similar because you know i'm a i'm a script writer i write scripts and okay. um i've submitted my scripts to many uh to many um to many film festivals and oh, the cool. one thing they ask is not to put your name on it just the title and that's it nothing else no really? names nothing yeah they do the same thing uh for film festivals they 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 they, they strictly say that we do not want to see your the name uh, if you want to put the the um, you know the WGA, which is the Writers Guild of America, uh, number on there, that's fine. But we don't want to see your name, you know. But I uh, like that because then you don't have the favoritism. You know, it's like exactly you you could be the nephew of this big Hollywood producer or whatever that they see who you are and they either want to give you favoritism or the opposite. They don't want to work with you because you're related to so and so. So exactly. I think that makes it more fair, right? Do you agree? It makes it yeah, I agree completely. That definitely makes it like really fair. You know, I mean, everybody's like set in the same spot, and that way, if you get rejected, you know, you know, okay, well, it was a fair contest. They rejected yeah. me for whatever reason they had. There, there was no bias, so that's fine. I'm okay with that. You know, that's so well, interesting. you know, it's it's and like you know that's why when you said that, that's what like sparked up my memory. I was like, oh wait a minute, they do the same thing with film festivals too. So and these are big film festivals. We're talking about uh, the Page International Film Festival, the Nichols Film Festival, which is ran by the Oscars, and the Austin Film Festival. You know, and so okay. they have that at these three huge festivals. So that's really cool of them to actually do that. But yeah, man, I mean, you know, it's it's one of those things where I guess. I guess they're starting to make things a lot, like a lot, they're starting to make things fair for everybody, whether it be a tattoo, you know, a contest, convention, or a film festival. I'm glad that they're starting to make things fair like that, you know, because yeah, it just, it just keeps everything, it just keeps everything right. So, but man, again, you know, I'm telling you, I'm happy that uh, Solon is doing well. And, you know, Jeremy, Hannah, thank you so much for being on the Xander effect. And before we go, how can people stalk you on social media? <laughs> my, uh, my Instagram is uncle Jeremy and uh, uh, my brand is Solon clothing. Of course, we're on all, all platforms. You can't miss it. And, uh, and then check out our YouTube channel too. We got over 1500 videos, um, tons of, you know, different events, different interviews, time lapses. So for tattooers, a lot of tattooers, like, have told me they it helps them uh learn learn uh new techniques and stuff from watching our youtube channel but yeah man 
I appreciate you having me on, Xander. This has been great. I'm so stoked for you and your success. And I would love to do it again, man. Uh, are you kidding me, dude? You're, you're, of course you're going to be back on here. <laughs> I, need, I appreciate I, we, it, we still, Dude, this is, just, this, is just, this is just a small portion of, uh, of, of other stuff that we, we need to talk about. So definitely would love to have you back on the Xander Fact. Jeremy Hanna, thank you so much. Sullen Clothing, thank you so much for being on the Xander Fact. And I look forward to having you, guys, you, you back on. And hopefully you can bring, you know, the co-founder on. I know that he's, you know, he's not much of a – you know, of a, of a, of a, I'll of get a Ryan on with me. Person to come on, on these days. Sure. Yeah, man, I'd love to talk to both of you guys, you know, and hopefully next time it'll be in person. I could sit down and actually, you know, talk with you guys in person. Love to see you again, man. Please be safe out there, you know, with, with this you crazy too, virus that's going on, man. And, you know, love you, bro. And hopefully I'll have you on the Xander effect very soon. I appreciate you, man. It's been good times. I'll be, I'll be uh, ready when you are. Sounds good, brother. We'll talk soon. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much, Jeremy Hanna, for being on the Xander Effect. Appreciate your time, my friend. Hopefully, I get to have you on the show again very soon. In sports, a group of NBA players have gotten together to go ahead and ask for something called uh, bubble insurance. Basically, uh, Boston Celtics stars, uh, star Donovan Mitchell has joined uh, Darren Fox, Kyle Kuzma, and Bam uh, Adebayo in uh, seeking NBA-backed insurance policies that will protect them basically against career-threatening injuries when they resume uh, playing in Orlando since the NBA has reopened, you know, practices. And basically what they're looking at here, it's not, this is a concern that many players were actually looking at because since they haven't played in a few months, they're a little bit stiff, they're a little bit cold. Uh, you know, there's there's chances of, you know, uh, they're, they're, they know that the NBA is taking precautions, but there's always a slight chance of infection of coronavirus. And they just want to go ahead and protect themselves in the event that they can't play for whatever reason. And so that's what they're looking at, you know, as far as the NBA bubble insurance is concerned. So they've all gotten together. And at this point, what they're looking at is that the they, they want to go ahead and see if, if the NBA could provide this type of insurance so that way they could provide some sort of protection. They're coming back and they are risking a lot to come back to go ahead and entertain everybody. So that was the concern that I had actually reported on uh, previously when I said that the NBA had reopened, but there's a group of players that had some concern about coming back. Some of them don't want to really come back. They want to wait a little bit, you know, for, for health concerns. So we'll see what happens with that. We'll see if uh, the NBA provides them with a little bit of a, quote, bubble insurance. So we'll see what happens there. In other sports news, something that hardly ever happens actually did happen in the WWE. The WWE has always been the type of organization that not necessarily talks about uh, certain issues. What they do is they try to inspire and show positivity through their brand. Well, this past uh, th- th- uh, this past uh, f- uh, SmackDown episode showed two uh, tag team champion, two two ta- two um, 
wrestlers by the name of Big E and Kofi Kingston. Both are part of an or, of, a, of a group called the New Day, along with Xavier Woods. But Xavier Woods is uh, is out with an injury for to his Achilles. So the two that are actually running things right now for the group are Kofi Kingston and Big E. Well, these two are an amazing tag team. They have they've already won the tag team championships championships uh seven times or eight times and they're doing fantastic they are fan favorite a lot of people love them because of their energy their wackiness and everything well this week they decided to actually share uh their their solidarity with the protests with the protests that are going on right now with black lives matter black lives matter by taking a knee and putting their fists up in the air this is something that not many wrestlers get to go ahead and express for whatever reason, WWE doesn't really like getting involved in political issues. They like to, instead of getting involved in political issues, they like to spread, they like to spread uh, positive positive messages instead of getting involved in any type of political debate. So, therefore, having uh, you know, a- allowing the new day to go ahead and show this on live TV was something really big uh, because I've never seen it. I've been watching wrestling for a long time. I've never seen anything like this, so I'm really happy that the WWE is expressing their support for the protest, their support for Black Lives Matter, their support for unity. So that's really cool that they did that, and I'm really happy that the WWE is starting to actually take interest as opposed to just kind of being diplomatic about things let's just put it that way so i'm glad that they did that coming up next in video game news mafia has a couple of new little uh you know treats for their fans they've upgraded a bit so we'll talk a little bit about that but first here is jason's up and at it right here on the xander effect please don't do it please don't do it you know what time it is. We up and at it. We up and at it. Chase the pepper once we get it. Gotta stack it. We up and at it. We up and at it. Chase the bag, run it up. I gotta have it. We up and at it cause I gotta get to the cold. Popping tags, getting whopped. Yeah, that's all I know. Bankroll, say Jesus ain't a cinephone. Making cake, stack it up. Yeah, I'm out the dough. I'm out the dough. Rainy days without a raincoat. No excuses, no handouts. I ain't the scapegoat. Sunny days on the way. Yeah, I'm thankful. Now deposit this into the bank, bro. These out here all the time. That got a check on my mind. He's out here wasting time. Get it right or get left behind. On my way now, going straight down. People play games, I don't care. Getting to it, I'ma do it. Ain't no show and tell, but I'm gonna prove it. We up and at it, we up and at it. Chase the pepper once we get it, gotta stack it. We up and at it, we up and at it. Chase the bag, run it up, I gotta have it. We up and at it, we up and at it. Chase the pepper once we get it, gotta stack it. Chase the bag, run it up, I gotta have it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need that. Ha ha. Bring it back. 
over time on the grind, yeah, it's in my mind. Chase the bag, get a check, sign a dotted line. Backbone, got your back, yeah, I'm on your spine. Scully else is lining up, I walk a straight line. Presidential cost thousands, let me see the time. Not the ball, but I really live my best life. Afterlife, run it back, get my next life. Too much foul, play, you know you get the tech, right? Run it up, gotta get what's mine. Connect the hustle, you can see it in my eyes. Up next, it's my time. Gotta get mine. We up and at it, we up and at it. Chase the pepper, once we get it, gotta stack it. We up and at it, we up and at it. Chase the bag, run it up, I gotta have it. We up and at it, we up and at it. Chase the pepper, once we get it, gotta stack it. Chase the bag, run it up, I gotta have it. This is Jackie Lastra, the voice of ASET. You bet! From I, the Somnium Files, and you're listening to The Xander Effect.
That was Brendan Borgios' California Whiskey right here on the Xander Effect. In video game news, Mafia, the remake, has been... Well, I mean, I've talked about the fact of the matter that um, there was a remake coming for the Mafia games, Mafia 1, 2, and 3. And there's, uh, of course, there's the definitive, definitive editions that are coming out. And basically, they're, uh, the last one, the first two have already been out, which is Mafia 2 and 3, and they've all been remastered. Now, the first one, the original Mafia, is basically uh, is basically coming out August 28th. And in this one, they have modeled they basically modeled obviously the 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 whole thing is modeled after uh 1930 chicago and in the definitive edition there are new features that include a completely rebuilt version of the setting which is widened streets smoother street layouts and uh the the driving in the in the the car handling because you have to do a lot of driving in the game has been you know revamped and reacts to weather conditions so that's really cool so these are the new features that they've added on to the original mafia there's a trailer out right now uh, uh that's on youtube you can check it out it's called uh, basically it's a narrative trailer for new beginnings and it basically it has you play as tommy angelo who starts off as a humble cab driver and slowly begins to you know for lack of a better word graduate in into the world of organized crime. So it's a really cool game. It's a really cool remake that they're doing. I'm actually looking forward to it because I have only Mafia 3. I've played Mafia 2 in the 360, but I've never actually, or actually I've played Mafia 1 actually in the 360, but never Mafia 2. So I'm looking forward to all these new additions that they're adding to it. And uh, yeah, it's again, the, the original comes out August 28th, so watch out for that. Also, what's out right now is uh, Call of Duty Season 4 is out and uh, it features a couple of new maps a couple of new weapons but it still has a lot of bugs that uh, <laughs> that they really really still need to fix last time I was trying to get in the day it came out I was trying to get in and they were performing maintenance and I had to wait five minutes. I was in queue actually for five minutes to wait to play multiplayer. So they still have a few bugs to fix on that. So hopefully they'll get everything they usually do. I mean, whenever uh, whenever like uh, new DLC comes out, everybody's playing it. So they flood the system, they flood the servers and that creates, I guess, of a melt, a little bit of a meltdown, uh, you know, as far as the game is concerned. So hopefully they, they usually like within time, people start getting bored of it and they stop playing it it's almost like going to the movies you know you go to an opening night there's gonna be a line of people outside so you know i tend to go to the movies a couple of days later or you know on a monday or something when there's nobody around so that usually works out for me same thing goes with games you go ahead and you wait for everybody to get bored after a while then you play it and everything runs smoothly so you know hopefully they'll go ahead and smooth things out in the coming days that's the news in case you haven't heard it thank you so much for listening to the xander effect and Remember to uh, go ahead and check out the World of Dance podcast that I have every Friday. Uh, so make sure you watch out for that. It comes out on YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple iTunes, The Works. Just like the Xander Effect, Xander Effect comes out on Spotify, Apple iTunes, iHeartRadio, 
TuneIn Radio, uh, pod, um, um, Google Podcast, the works. It's it's pretty much everywhere you Google it. I pop up. You know, I'm like a bad penny. I always turn up. So make sure you watch out. Definitely watch out for the look out for the world of dance where I get to talk to a lot of the contestants that were on Tuesday's episodes. And they talked to me a little bit about what happens behind the scenes, how they're feeling. And it's a really cool conversation. So make sure you check out the World of Dance podcast every Friday. And check out World of Dance that premieres every Tuesdays on NBC. So check out that. And, you know, remember there's still a pandemic out there. Remember to be careful. Remember to be cautious because there's still no cure. So wear your mask. Practice social distancing and be careful. And remember during these trying times to love one another be with each other because this world we're all in it it's all one world so make sure you're there for each other and make sure that you have each other's backs and remember music always always heals all we'll see you next time y'all <laughs> i be tell i tell yeah you did they ain't believe it though <laughs> One life, you burn. Same game, be telling. What up? Woo. So we kick it like it's kickball. Power couple. She dripping in that Dolce Gabbana. They want to touch her. Everybody know that's do girl. What you going to do by me and her take on the world? Now that's the truth. Hey, everyone. The Xander Effect is powered by 5050 Global Music, Inc., Sony Music, The Orchard, and... BMG Bertelsmann Group in association with Art19 Media.